the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. And of course, with this Broncos Blitz Podcast, now daily, every single day, you can hear me and my sincere condolences that you're stuck with me. But every single day, I will be at training camp, which of course starts on Saturday. I'll be at the preseason games. We'll be talking to these players, getting the in-depth knowledge and really the pulse of the Denver Broncos as they go into the 2018 season. Of course, a very, very big season, I think, uh, for the Denver Broncos. And a big part of their success, if they are going to have any, is going to be, of course, on that defensive side. And that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. I'm going to preview the secondary for you guys, the cornerbacks. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about the safeties as well, too. But I want to focus today on the cornerbacks because the corners have a lot of talent. Uh, But of course, they have some new guys stepping into new roles. So we'll talk about that today on the Broncos Blitz podcast. Be sure to follow me at Ronnie K Radio. And of course, check out our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away. All you got to do is just head on over, grab one of them 70 Colorado beers on tap, and then here's my recommendation. The candied bacon. If you've ever had candied bacon, it is tremendous. And you know what the best thing is? It's only an appetizer, but I, I treat it like it's a freaking meal because it's just so fantastic. It's like dessert, but also breakfast wrapped into lunch. I mean, it's tremendous. So go check that out at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Tap 14 on the web. Spell out the word 14 for me. Tap 14.com. Now, uh, this is funny because I, I plan to talk about the secondary Uh, this week, and it just so happens that our friends at Pro Football Focus released their NFL secondary rankings. Now, this is a secondary ranking, so this includes corners as well as safety and their nickel slot guy uh, or their nickel cornerback. So it is important to keep that in mind, but it just so happens to uh, coincide with that. Uh, And so, uh, obviously ranked number one, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, with their tremendous secondary. I'm not really sure if anybody's going to disagree here, although many, I think, believe L.A. is potentially that number two one. And when I say L.A., uh, I guess you could say either the Chargers or the Rams, because, of course, Derwin James now, the rookie being added to that Chargers lineup to go with Casey Hayward, uh, Jason Verrett. I mean, there's a lot of talent there in that Chargers secondary, as well as, of course, the Rams secondary. Old friend Aqib Tlaib, now no longer the Denver Broncos. The Broncos ranked by Pro Football Focus, number 10. And here's what they say when it comes to the secondary. They say, quote, it's tough to lose a top 15 corner like Aqib Tlaib and still have one of the best secondaries in the NFL. But that's how good Denver has been the past few years. So they keep them in the top 10, but right on that fringe step. Now, there is a... um, uh, a ranking that I'm going to give you for each of the players, but first I'll mention the statistic that they bring up, which is fewest missed tackles for a secondary in 2017, and Denver is number one with that, with the 99 missed tackles. That is one tackle missed ahead of 
the Minnesota Vikings, who were second. It's the Seattle Seahawks, who were third with 101. So uh, Denver does rank in number one in that category. They gave Chris Harris Jr. that 83.5 grade. Justin Simmons, an 80.2. Darian Stewart, 70.3. Bradley Roby is the highest graded guy there at 84.0. And then, of course, their nickel cornerback, which they are expecting, which I believe think we're all expecting, is Tremaine Brock at 43.5. So I do have uh, those guys, of course, course obviously making the roster i uh, also want to talk about the other corners on this team brendan langley of course who was that third round draft pick 101st overall last year should make this team although really needs to show something this year and that's really kind of the theme for the entire draft class from last year is they really need to see stuff from uh, some of those offensive guys who were picked higher uh, of course Devonte booker we talk about him the tight end position in jake butt and all also, the same thing on this uh, 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 defensive side with the cornerback, Brendan Langley, who did not play a lot last year, but Adam Lamar should be playing quite a bit this year. Of course, Aqib Tlaib moves out. Uh, Bradley Roby moves into that position that frees up another position. Now Tremaine Brock expected to be that nickel corner, but Langley's going to provide that depth that is going to be crucial, especially if injuries are going to play a part and certainly he is going to see playing time. So somebody that uh, could be very important to Denver based on how the season plays out. And of course, it's a passing league. It's a passing league. Let's face it. I mean, you're, you're throwing four wide receiver sets out on a constant basis. So it's not like this is going to be a guy who's just going to sit on the bench for a majority of the time. This is going to be a guy who's going to see play. So certainly going to be uh, one of those key cogs in that secondary, of course, uh, that maybe isn't looked at because I think a lot of people are looking at that Bradley Roby, Tremaine Brock type matchup, or, or, or should I say um, competition? Uh, if there is one, I think you obviously expect Bradley Roby to not only win that job, but you kind of hope so too, because uh, he's been kind of the guy waiting in the wings while Aqib Talib was in town. And of course, many didn't expect him to stay at Denver Bronco. Now moves out. Roby is in. Isaac Yadam is obviously a, uh, a, a draft pick for the Denver Broncos that they liked a lot, picking him in the third round. Uh, top 100 pick. Boston College, 6'1", 190. Very athletic guy. And, and somebody who... Um, brings a lot of maturity for a rookie, somebody who may be able to benefit the team immediately, uh, unlike what Brendan Langley did last year. Now, there were many circumstances that were going around with that, but and one of them being such a crowded and talented cornerback field, but now you may have spurts of uh, opportunities here in there practice squad special teams on game day you know that kind of potential so somebody they don't immediately need to plug in but somebody who maybe could impress them uh, at some point in the season as well too of course uh, Chris Harris Jr. going to make the roster going to be your number one corner we'll talk about the safeties just briefly Justin Simmons Darian Stewart Will Parks Jamal Carter I think those guys are all four locks to make this roster uh, so something that uh, the Broncos will be having is depth in that secondary is they will have many plug and play pieces because they will also have Sua Cravens. Now, Cravens is generally going to be that strong safety. 
they're going to play him almost, at least what I believe, almost kind of like a linebacker, but not so much. Kind of like that hybrid, because um, he's a talented guy who can who can be one of the X factors. If there was an X factor to put on this Broncos second secondary, it's Sua Cravens because he was brought in. Uh, on a on a value opportunity, somebody who could be, uh, you know, you 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 buy low and score high on this guy is somebody who looked like he wasn't even going to play football again, and all of a sudden he's got a rejuvenated career and a real opportunity to make some serious impacts for a defense that just has not been able to cover tight ends. I mean, all year long, every single year for the past. I, I I can't even remember the last time tight ends were not running wild against the Denver Broncos, whether it be tight ends in the AFC West, uh, even going back to days with Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates. I mean, this this is a, a, a team that has always had that weakness, has been able to lock down the wide receivers on the outside because of the natural talent that they've had at corner, obviously with the no-fly zone, uh, even back into the uh, later 2000s with Champ Bailey. Uh, you know, th- that's been something that Denver's had a strength with, but that obviously opens up those middle, that seam uh, right in between there where that's a real weakness, and, and Denver hopefully believes they believe that this could be the guy who is kind of like that 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 guy who just comes in and just plugs the hole plugs the hole that has so desperately been a problem and and look this is a a a division with uh unfortunately one less talented tight end in it now of course the Hunter Henry injury is 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 such a uh, a sad one to see over in LA but going back to the the Denver Broncos schedule it's not like they're going to face a whirlwind of premier tight ends. Uh, a good ones, obviously, Travis Kelsey and Casey. They will see him twice. Uh, Injoku, uh, a very quality one over there in Cleveland. But but it's not like you're you're, you're facing a a world of of godly good tight ends this year. Uh, and that may be something that they can take advantage of now too. So uh, Denver in that secondary, maybe finding the guy. That could help plug them uh, into that that weakness that they have so desperately been looking to solve. I uh, want to give you the rest of this top 10 list. Of course, that Pro Football Focus, our friends at Pro Football Focus, of course, they got all kinds of grading statistics, a lot of great stuff going on over there. Be sure to check that out, profootballfocus.com. The Titans are at 9, the Saints are at 8. Bills at seven, Minnesota's at six with Atlanta being at five. That rounds out your your uh, ten to five. Baltimore is at four, which is a very surprising one. Uh, and then the Rams at three, the Chargers at two, the Jacksonville Jaguars at one. But of course, Pro Football Focus having Denver at ten. So if you want to check that out or any other things going on at Pro Football Focus, be sure to check them out at ProFootballFocus.com. They've got a lot of stuff in fantasy too. If you're a fantasy guy, be sure to go on over there to that website and check it out because they got all kinds of great stuff. Um, fantasy football news, fantasy football uh, trending stats, numbers that can get you to win. It's such an analytical thing now, you know, to have all that at your disposal and you can get it at Pro Football Focus. And I tell you what, some of those plans are really, really affordable. So go check that out at profootballfocus.com. And I've also tweeted out links on my Twitter. You can follow me at Ronnie K Radio. And of course, you can follow me right to Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away. 
They got the good stuff over there. Of course, the 70 Colorado beers on tap and the 100 Colorado distilled spirits. So tap 14 on the web, tap14.com. That's tap14.com. I will say this about the Denver Broncos secondary. Um, and, and I don't mean to degrade the position. I don't mean to devalue what a premier corner does because we've obviously seen it in the past. We've seen it right here in Denver with Champ Bailey for many, many years. What a great corner can do for you. But cornerback is somewhat to an extent a secondary uh, uh, dependent position on the pass rush. This actually benefits Denver because Denver does have a premier pass rush. But look, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Champ Bailey or if you're you're Deion Sanders or Darrell Ravis. You are not covering an NFL wide receiver for 7 to 10 seconds if there's no pass rush. If you allow an NFL quarterback, and even mediocre ones, even rookies, the opportunity to sit in the pocket for 5, 6, 7, eight seconds in the pocket, they will find an open wide receiver. That's just the way it works because offense moves first. The offense knows where they're going. Defense has to follow the offense. So that ability to be a split second ahead of the defense is a major difference maker. And if you allow them time, it doesn't matter how good your secondary is, but because of that pass rush, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts because of the improvement on the pass rushing side, Bradley Chubb coming in, you know, should see a little bit more effectiveness from Demarcus Walker. Um, they may even use a guy like Suha Cravens, who we were just talking about in maybe that strong safety linebacker blitzing role where he's putting a little bit of extra heat that should give those corners, Chris Harris, Jr. Bradley Roby, Tremaine Brock in the slot opportunities that they usually wouldn't get. And I think that, that could prove valuable in really showing that this secondary doesn't, doesn't fall off a cliff. I, I, by all means, don't believe that they are going to match the type of play that they've had over the past couple of years with, of course, Chris Harris Jr. Akeem Tlaib being the one-two. They're not going to match that. Th- those days are past. It's not the no-fly zone anymore. I know guys want to try to keep that name around and revive it. Look, all good things c- must come to an end. Uh, It was a great thing, and it's because it's ending that we can look back and see how great it was. But the secondary can be good because they're going to get opportunities. They have some very smart and quality safeties in Justin Simmons, Darian Stewart, uh, even Will Parks, uh, guys they have groomed and and, and talking to them individually, intelligent guys. You know, these are not... Guys who are are absolute specimens who can run four three forties and and hit like a truck, uh, although they're they're very talented and very athletic you know, specimens. Certainly, it's 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 the intelligence side that is really really important because it is picking up on the quarterback reads and the tendencies and and Denver's going to have to do that because they are going to face some really good quarterbacks this year. You're talking about Russell Wilson and Derek Carr right out of the gate when it comes to week one and two. 
I know Flacco's kind of fallen off uh, so far in his career, but he's a veteran quarterback. Now, they're going to have their opportunities in the AFC West uh, facing Patrick Mahomes. We saw the electric ability of Patrick Mahomes in Week 17 of last year. They're going to get to see Jared Goff, who had a tremendous year last year. Um, assuming he's healthy, uh, uh, um, Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson uh, in Houston as well, too, right before that bye week in Week 9. Ben Roethlisberger... Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo towards the end of the season. So they're going to face quality corner quarterbacks this year as a secondary. So working hand in hand with the pass rush, that's going to be crucial for Denver because they are going to have to make do and they're going to have to live up to a, a very tall standard. I think that many are putting in front of them because everybody knows them to be the no-fly zone, and they, they, they have been so so much of a strength for this Denver Broncos team for such a long time. It is going to be interesting to see how, they, how the position battles of depth lay out as we get closer. And, of course, like we talked about earlier in the podcast, I think your order is clearly Chris Harris Jr. one, and you need Bradley Roby to be your second starting cornerback because that's what you've been expecting, at least over the last... Oh, say a year thinking that you were grooming him for this moment. So we'll see how Roby uh, uh, rises to the occasion as Denver is ranked 10th, of course, according to Pro Football Focus. When it comes to the secondaries, you can check out that info and more at milehighsports.com. And of course, Pro Football Focus, friends of the program now. So if you want to go check out Pro Football Focus, I strongly encourage you to do it. ProFootballFocus.com. They got all kinds of tidbits, statistics, uh, a lot of fun stuff that will be well, I'll be watching for sure. Uh, and I want you to as well at uh, home or at work or uh, let's face it, you're not working. You, you want to check out this football stuff. Football is back. Oh, it's so great to be able to say that. This is the first week that uh, football is back. Of course, training camp starts on Saturday and then we'll have all kinds of great stuff. Um, Going throughout the season, I will be at the training camps. I will be at the preseason games and uh, the regular season games as well, too. So you can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio as I'll have all kinds of coverage for the Broncos. Stories, quotes, news, headlines, breaking news, uh, position battles, all that good stuff. You can check that out on my Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. And then, of course, on MileHighSports.com where I'll be writing all year long as I cover the Broncos beat. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun this year as we uh, see where the the Broncos will rank when it comes to the AFC. So again, thanks to uh, our friends at pro football focus, go grab PFF edge. It's great player grades, fantasy premier content and more uh, all that content uh, for a very affordable price at profootballfocus.com. And then of course our friends at tap 14, 1920 Blake street, just a hop, skip and a jump away. And like I talked about in previous podcasts, we are going to have fan podcast and I appreciate you reaching out to me. Thank you so much because I'm going to get you on the podcast. We are going to talk about your expectations and your thoughts and what you want to see from the Denver Broncos. And we'll do some live from training camp as well, too. Uh, so be sure to hit me up on Twitter at Ronnie K radio. That's R O N N I E the letter K radio on Twitter as uh, just shoot me a DM and, and we will chat with you at training camp about the Denver Broncos and what your expectations are, how you see the season playing out, whether it be the head coaches, the players, 
Vance Joseph and his status. How good will this team be and what record will they finish with? We'll talk about all that in future podcasts as well, too. So you can check out position breakdowns that we've been doing all well month long as we get closer and closer to training camp. Of course, we've done the offense. We've done the defensive line. We'll be getting into special teams head coaches here shortly as this is now a daily podcast. You love this podcast so much that we are now doing it daily. And I can't thank you enough for that. So be sure to check it out at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com for previous archives and stories on the Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos beat, and my stories at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. 